It's me, Alex. I am a host of a podcast program show. That podcast program show is broadcasted to you live on W93.7, The Toad Hop. If you want to hop like a toad, listen to whatever those call letters I just said. And I think W is the one on my side of the country, so all the story is checking out so far. I have with me, well, not with me, I have with the power vested in Google Hangouts. I declare us man and wife. The man, the myth, the author, the legend, the radio show host. The man who was stupid enough to let me on regular radio and swear 15 times. That's right. I have on the show tonight. Bubba the Love... Sean McGann. Oh, boy. That's low. <laughs> it's the, honestly, it's the only host I could think of that wasn't Some the one that we were talking about. It was the only one I could think of that wasn't either Ron or Howard Stern. And I was like, yeah, both of those would be pretty stupid to say. And, yeah. I say they're almost the only two left, right? Uh, on Besides Opie, the Opster. Yeah, Opie's still around. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's... Well, uh, uh, I think Lycus is gone. Art yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard Lycus in forever. Art Bell just retired recently. Um, yeah, That's it. I think all the old ones are good. I mean, I guess, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you count podcasts, there's some people still around, but yeah, holy shit. I don't. I don't count podcasts. Yeah, why would you? It I mean, me. frankly, if you can be on regular radio, I mean, why would you be on a fucking podcast? Actually, and this is completely straight up. After I had you on the show the other night, I was... I, I have a much bigger respect for what you do on this because I, you do it for an hour straight. That's hard to do. I mean, I couldn't have somebody. I mean, I, I'm sure I could wing it, but uh, it's hard to have somebody on for more than like 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's a bit difficult. I actually, at one point while talking to you, oh, we should set this up. The so audience, I went on oh, yeah. Sean's radio show. Which one was I on? You were on Thursday night because it was the Bowie show. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was on the Thursday night show on WFDU. Uh, and then he's got, what's the Sunday night one called? Here Comes the Night. Here Comes the Night is the Sunday night one. Um, and uh, we talked for a bit on there. But yeah, so Sean had me on for, for a break, as we, as we call in the business, now that I'm big time in the terrestrial radio business. But, um, you did about 20 minutes, right? I don't know. I never pay attention. I did. I, yeah, I did whatever. I don't know. I did a bunch. It was yeah. a thing. You know, it, was, it seemed like an appropriate amount of time, but, uh, yeah, I, I was thinking that, um, cause I, I don't know about, you know, you interviewing or not interviewing, that's the wrong term, but like having on like, you know, just some idiot friend on the phone of, yeah. I'm like, Oh, I wonder how comfortable Sean's going to be on this of like the, the tables being turned of like, Oh, it's your <laughs> turn. And I'm notorious when I'm on other shows, I tend to take them over and just kind of do an Alex cast on somebody else's show. Um, I don't mean to. It's just no. It's habit. I'm sure. Yeah. So I I only did it once while I was on with you. I, I that I kind of led. Oh, the, I didn't even know. 
Yeah, I stopped myself. I mean, didn't stop myself in any kind of like, you know, in the middle of a sentence, but I felt I felt it coming on. And I was like, I'm going to wait for Sean to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> I It's it's hard to do. I've never done that with anybody like on the phone where I, I know somebody calling in. Usually it's just somebody like, maybe sitting in. But um, yeah, it was it was fun. And it was dangerously getting close to being comfortable enough where I just started throwing fucks and shits around, you know? Yeah. And I thank you for saying that because I, <laughs> I was like, yeah, thank you for having me on, by the way. That was fun. I haven't been on regular yeah, radio since high school or maybe college. But uh, it was, I, every sentence I said, there was an underlying, my heartbeat pulse was don't swear, don't swear, don't swear, <laughs> don't swear. I mean, to the point that, I lost my thread, and I think I grabbed up. I, every time I lost my thread, I think I grabbed it. I don't think I did too bad, except for one yeah, point. I, I'm pretty sure I called Star Wars Die Hard. Yeah, something there was. Yeah, I think you did do that. It was one of those that, that was okay. and the only and that was 100 percent because of that. It was just me thinking, "Don't swear, don't swear, don't swear, don't swear." And I did that thing where I think I just read it off my computer screen. Well, the other thing was we were talking about Alan Rickman, and and then. Uh... Somehow, Star. I, I probably brought Star Wars up. Yeah, out of nowhere. Oh no, it wasn't like the worst. Thing. It wasn't like it was out of nowhere. Like you know, we just started talking about some movie that was completely out of the current time. Like you know, it was Alan Rickman's death day, and I mentioned a movie. It was it wasn't it wasn't that weird. It wasn't like I was like, hey, so anyway, I really liked Ar- uh, Alan Rickman and you know, uh, uh, Monty Python's Holy Grail. Like that would have been <laughs> that would have been terrifically odd. Shh, don't tell anybody. This is an incredibly subtle edit. Things happened. They're over now. So we're back. We're saying things. And now we got things settled, right? I I believe so. All right, good. I can hear you. You can hear me. Everything's perfect. Okay, so what I was saying before was, uh, you know, thank you for uh, uh, having me on your radio program there. No, of course. Um, I mean, uh, I certainly owed you. You know, frankly, frankly, took you long enough. Um, (laughs) I didn't think it was something you'd want to do, to be honest with you. No, it's fine. I I really didn't think about it. I just, you know, you asked. I said yes. I did, didn't even occur to me to feel insulted. In fact, I don't. I, I just wanted to be a jerk. I didn't think you wanted to go to less listeners hmm. for a shorter amount of time. But it's um, it's less listeners, uh, but, uh, you know, ones from far away and probably don't listen to my show. So That's true. A new market. Exactly. And, you know, to be fair, uh, you do, your regular show does broadcast to Manhattan, doesn't it? Yeah, that's true. And I do pick up some uh, interesting New York people. Yeah. So you probably, I, I'm sure you actually have a lot more listeners than I do on a, on an any, accident. You, well, I mean, still, yeah. Like on an, any given moment on the air, you probably have more listeners than I do. But, uh, you know, like people that tune in to listen to the show, maybe I have more, but, you know, that's. You know, two very different markets. And yours is the one that counts when it comes to the ratings book, because those exactly. still exist. Um, things, radio show, we talked about that. Uh, here comes the night, Sunday Night Fever with Jack Torrance. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're all caught up. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah well, now that we're on that note, uh, well, I'll just I'll just do some off-air stuff on air. You know why? Because that's the kind of fellow yeah. I am. Did you ever cut up that the audio of me being on your show? You know what? Actually, I, I have it half done. Okay. No, there's no. Actually, 
No, no rush on that. I was just going to mention it on the show, but this time I'll mention it in future on the show. Hey, people that listen to the show, uh, my show, I'm going to steal that audio if Sean gives me permission to post it somewhere. Yeah, of course. And you, can, um, you guys can listen. So uh, you can see me be awkward on a different medium. Yeah, and me too. And, and plus there's, uh, well, I'll cut all the uh, WFDU uh, stingers and stuff out of it so it doesn't sound... I always worry about when I have people on that I start sounding too like '80s DJ-ish. No, you're fine, and don't worry about cutting the cutting the stingers out. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, you're just pulling the audio, right? Yeah. Yeah. So don't worry about it. I can just grab that part. It was funny because um, I, I did that phone call today with Ron. Oh Bennington. yeah. Let Let us get into that. That is that is. Do you want to get? I didn't know if you wanted to get into it. No, I do. I wasn't sure if you wanted to get into it. <laughs> Look at oh, us. We're so I want to get into it. Oh, we're like we're like an old married couple. I know. Uh, we're gonna play bridge later. Yeah, but you know, if you um, steal my crib, I have no idea. I, I've never bridge. played bridge. I, it's it's very concerning to me. <laughs> it turned into some kind <laughs> it seems of. Like- the cards for like two hours. Turned into some kind of Vincent Price Woody Allen hybrid. It's my new well, character. That's pretty good. My new characters, the creatures of the night, and and the last man on the planet. I listened <laughs> to clarinet music. Um, that was a weird. That was a weird character. I liked it, and it's going to be. Uh, I liked it. I liked listening to marionette music. Yeah. Uh, um, is that what I said? Yeah. All right. Look at me. Um. Yeah, so Sean, you gave me wonderful uh, bits of thing uh, over what I like to call Gmail. That is, uh, that is uh, ground mail, uh, USPS. <laughs> uh, they said you might uh, be going to interview Ron Bennington and his co-host Gail Bennington. No relation, except for the fact that that's his daughter. Right. You know what's funny? I was actually when I was uh, when I was over. I was like, I really hope, I mean, that's definitely his daughter, right? I was like kind of freaking out for a second that I was going to like write this whole story and then write that it was his daughter and then it turned out to be like his, his young wife or something and we didn't know it the whole time. Because they know, they always say no relation, you know what I mean? I mean, I guess they allude to the father-daughter thing, but. Yeah, they've never. You, and you obviously assume it, but I mean, they never actually come out and say it. As far as I know, um, and I'm saying this with like pretty much 100% uh, certainty. Uh, they are father, daughter, um, his son's name is Milo. Um, really? You may have heard him on the show. He used to be the, you want to play a game? Let's pretend that you're a pilgrim and I'm a laser shooter. Kenny Allen? Kenny Allen. Kenny Allen. That was him? That's Ron's kid. That's Ron's kid. Oh, I didn't know that. It's one of Ron's, I don't know how many sons he has, but I know one's named Milo because it it let slip on the show one time. But anyway, um, Gail made reference to this guy that's named after a jazz musician that she's brothers with. Uh, that being Milo. Um, right. So it's, it's, I mean, it's pretty much established, but they never actually say, this is my daughter, this is my father. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I was pretty, sh- it was just one of those things where I was picturing anything that could possibly go wrong would go wrong thing. Well, you know, if you write in, you know, when you're writing the, the article for whatever you're writing the article for, um, you know, you, you could just do the, uh, uh, no relation. That's you know? what I actually just wrote that in. It was, yeah. I actually made it even worse. I wrote, and his daughter Gail Bennington, no relation, so it was even more absurd. But um, did you already do the write-up? I, I did some of it. You know, uh, well, here's what happened. And oh, um, yeah, tell, tell the I, whole story. Let's let's get let's yeah. I mean, it, let's it's, it's not terribly interesting because it went really well. Um, well, you you talked to like one of the few men in the universe that I respect, um, which yeah, is really. So, I mean, like I pretty much loathe anybody that has a penis. Like I really hate most of them. There's probably about yeah. like the ones I don't loathe. There's probably about 
I don't know, 7% I don't loathe, uh, 4% I actually like, and then maybe Ron that I respect. So, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter if it was an uninteresting uh, sequence of events. I want to hear everything. Dish, girl. Well... <laughs> Well, as you, as I'm sure you know, I, I I was driving myself nuts for the last week, worrying about how I was going to record the um, conversation, so that I, you know, I'm, so I made sure I quoted everything okay for the article. Oh wait, let, let me. Uh, sorry, I didn't get that last part. And let me just translate for the audience. Hi. So anyway, my name's Sean. I write for something called the Vinyl District. I decided to invite on the Vinyl District. You got to tell that part. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because so, I mean, as interesting as Skype is, let's get to the who these people are and why you're interviewing them. Excellent point. Um, <laughs> yeah, this, this, uh, no, the problem is if we were talking, if we're yeah, talking, like we're talking, if yeah. we're talking off air, I didn't need that stuff. But I'm like, oh yeah, I should probably tell the audience these things. Like, good, if if yeah, I, I if, be like, what the fuck are these guys? If talking this was about? four years ago, we would have had the whole conversation, but and referring to Ron and Gail, and I wouldn't even set up who they are. <laughs> so anyway, so so you're, who are you writing for? Why'd you get the interview? That sort of thing. I um I, I write occasionally for this webzine called the Vinyl District, which is uh, it, it covers a lot of music, but it's 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 based in uh, record collecting and, uh, and and live music and albums and stuff like that. But it, the the gist of it is it's it's kind of revolves around record collecting. Um, so I had wanted to interview Ron Bennington from Ron and Fez for a long time because he, he talks about music quite a bit on the show. And you know, you get the feeling like he would have a lot of interesting, a lot of interesting things to say about music. I mean, just from the musicians that he's interviewed, or just occasionally they'll go off on tangents about different bands. Yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah. So I was gonna email. I I had pitched it last year, I guess towards the end of last year. But uh, that's when Fez, his co-host, decided he was gonna retire. So it just seemed like a bad time to do it. And then since then they relaunched the show with his daughter as the co-host and uh and even more recently they started a new show called gps where they uh go a city at a time and play uh they focus in on music scenes from the city so like the first one was detroit oh are they actually doing that they talked about that a yeah, while ago i didn't know yeah, that started it's been, it's been a, and that's kind of how i tied it in when i emailed um uh, I sent an email from the website. You know, I mean, they got the yeah. website. It just says contact us. So you emailed Chris, Peppy Hicks, well, Peppy Hamburger, Peppy Steak, yeah. Centaur, uh, Hicks, uh, Yeah, I mean, not even yeah. directly. I mean, I really just sent it right to the, you know, the contact us. It was like Bennington Show at Gmail. By the way, I really, this is the one time I could have looked baller. I could have given you his email address because I actually have it. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I've talked to him and the guys from High Society before. Anyway, sorry. I was just like, oh, no, the one I time say, I could have. Uh, that would have been. Because he got right back to me. Yeah. He, you know, he was very easy to deal with, which, you know, I mean, kind of surprised me. Because, I mean, like, I interview a lot of bands for the radio and for um, for the vinyl district sometimes. And it's 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 kind of a pain in the ass. And I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, like, you know, the fucking Rolling Stones. You know, I'm talking about, like, you know, Keith and the Mudhens or something who are, you know, coming from Toledo. I mean, it's not like... You know, I'm not interviewing superstars here. So and it's it's always like kind of weirdly difficult. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, I'll put you in touch with I'm like, you guys are coming to Asbury Park next week. You know, uh, want to do, you know, I'll shoot you some questions. You fire it back to me and I'll write up an article. And it's always like, well, I'll put you in touch with our uh, our press agent. I'm like, all right, well, then, you know, it's like kind of I kind of want to say go fuck yourself half the time because it's like it's like you can't answer an email. 
you'd be really that busy. Well, that's that's yeah, that's doing doing the the podcast first of all. Gonna have like anytime I have a talk to like a press agent or you know the person that's in charge of this, that just means I'm never hearing from them again. So I just don't even bother. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's kind of like you know, and I don't. You know, I mean, I, I get it to a point, but I mean, like, if I'm contacting you directly to do something, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, either you want to do it or you don't want to do it. I mean, I don't, I don't need, I'm not bending over backwards to do it, especially because I'm not getting paid for any of this stuff. So, uh, so it was really easy. I mean, it was really just like, okay, it, you know, it was very like, uh, you want to set something up for next week? Yep. Uh, how about next Wednesday? Fine. 315. Okay. Yep. Uh, all right, so look, because I, I said, I said, you want me to just send you the question? I'll email you the questions, or I said I can come into the city if that, whatever's more convenient for you guys. So I guess when I pitched it, I didn't consider that he said, would say they might call. And uh, so once he said, oh, he's like, oh, no, it's no problem. They'll just give you a call and we'll do it at like 3.15 on Wednesday. I'm like, okay. And then I'm starting to think, I'm like, well, how the fuck am I going to tape this? I'm going to have to put them on speakerphone. But what if that sounds like shit? And I was trying to get Skype going, and I just couldn't get it down. Like, I couldn't get sync my recording program with it. And um, so pretty much this is all I've been freaking out about. I was downloading apps, uh, call recording apps, you know, which go through the whole thing of you have to let people know you're recording your phone calls legally and all this shit. So I was like, and I, I kept trying it out. I kept calling people I knew. To be like, all right, I'm just testing this out. I just want to see if it works, okay? So then I realized I could just call my voicemail to test it out. And it kind of sounded like shit, and it had to be on speakerphone, or else it wouldn't work. So um, I, I was pretty I was pretty, uh, pretty much driving myself nuts about it by like 2.30 today. So I think because I had talked to you about tonight, and I, when I talked to you, I was like, that's when I was like peaking. It was like, I, I'm going to fuck this up somehow. And uh, are you there still? Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. Oh, I thought I might have just sleep, or that the audio crashed again. Um, so they called me right at three fifteen, and it was one of the producers. It wasn't Chris; it was somebody else. And uh, and he's like, "Listen, can we call you right back?" And I said, "Sure." I, he said, "Your your phone sounds kind of staticky." I said, "Okay, is this any better?" And uh, he's like, "Actually, no." And he's like, "All right," he goes, "We got to call you right back anyway because." Uh, Ron's coming down the hall. Yeah, like Ron's upstairs still. He's going to be back in a couple minutes. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, call me on this number. I gave him a house line. So, um, so I put that on speaker when they called back. And he's like, that's ah, still a little scratchy. I'm like, okay. He goes, well, we're going to record the audio on our end too, just in case. You know, you need an MP3. I'm like, I was like, all right, that's perfect. I'm like, that just saved, like, you know, like I exhaled for a second because it was like, I'm like, he's like, we'll send it to you on MP3. You know, it'll be no problem at all. We'll just record it all here. And I was like, thank you so much. I'm like, that just, you know, took half the edge off. And, uh, and of course, Ron and Gail get right on. And I said, you know, thanks for doing this and everything. And he was like, hey, no, please. You know, it was just like talking to him on the radio. It was bizarre. Because, um, and I said to him, I said, you know, I was really worried about how I was going to record this because I couldn't get Skype to sing. He's like, I oh, don't worry. We're here to protect you from technology. <laughs> That's awesome. And he's like, uh, and he goes, uh, and we start talking. I'm like, well, this is all on the record now, anyway. And he goes, oh shit, I would have been funnier right up front. So it was, it was fine. It was so easy. It was like I, I threw him a couple questions, and and I mean, he like, like you know, you were saying about taking over when you uh, when you were we were doing the radio. Yeah, it was it was almost like he kind of took it over, but it was fine because it was like if somebody, you know, it was like. 
I'd ask him something. I, I, I kind of was throwing it to both of them, but I don't know if it seemed a little bit at the beginning like I was just trying to ask him questions. Uh, because Gail would chime right in, and, and she was great too. I mean, she, you know, she's like she, she is, uh, she knows her shit. Not that I didn't think she did. It was just like, yeah, some of the early, like some of the questions I had up front were more like, Ron's been doing this for thirty years. What made you want to do a music show now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, and uh, I'm also, I'm sure Gail's used to it at that point. I mean, she's, you know, it's not like she's like super young, but I mean, Ron's what late fifties probably at this point. Yeah, I mean, he's got entire. Yeah you know, decades of musical experience talking to like the hugest guys ever. And she's been on the radio for what? A couple years now. Yeah. So it's, I'm sure she's, she's used to it, you know? It's, oh, but yeah. She, yeah. But she was great. I mean, she had a lot of great stuff and I mean, I was, I was supposed to, I told them 15 minutes, you know what I mean? Cause I, I honestly, I had like maybe six or seven questions, but they were kind of like enough that you could expound on a little bit, but I was on the phone with them for a half an hour. I mean, it was like, they just went off on everything. And, um, you know, at the end, I'm like, you know, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. He goes, oh, that was funny. He's, he's like, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll get in touch with you. And, you know, maybe come up and just talk about music one time. I'm like, uh, yeah, okay. And uh, I said, I've actually been on your show before. And then I told him about the time back at NEW when uh, they were doing that letter writing campaign to try to keep them on the air after Opie and Anthony got fired. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, the, anybody who was signed up for that got to go up to the studio and meet them. And, uh, they were giving away a turducken. Oh, I remember that bit. Yeah. Yeah. And my girlfriend, wound, the girl I was dating at the time wound up winning it. And Billy Staples, one of their uh, producers was apparently had it eyed for himself. Cause it was, you know, it was like right around Thanksgiving and he he was pissed off that they gave it away. And he had to take us down. I told you know, so I told him this, and he was laughing about it. So he said, you know, they'd be in touch. Now, what I'm concerned about is I ha- I emailed Chris, the producer, back and said, you know, thanks so much for setting that up. It was a blast. And but I haven't heard back from him yet with the MP3 of the interview. So I'm a little nervous that maybe I'm gonna have to like send him another email to be like, yeah, you know, when you get a chance, I could use that MP3 to finish the story off. Yeah. Because I don't want to be that guy who keeps emailing, but no, I dig. Uh, did you? So you only have Hicks's email? Yeah. Why you have you have other other members in your Rolodex? I'll I'll take a look. I don't think I do. I think I only have Hicks. But uh, uh, I mean, he's been, he's gotten back to me every time I've emailed him. It's just I, it was a little bit later in the day too, so I might just wait till tomorrow. I, I'm hoping. Oh yeah, yeah, you did it today. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was, I was yeah. thinking that was yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely wait till after after the their show is over tomorrow. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of figuring. I'm hoping, you know, I figure I give it a day. Yeah, no, that's I completely freak out. No, no, no. Yeah, wait, wait for their show to be done tomorrow, and then then email Hicks because I'm sure, you know, the that's where most of the pressure's off. No, that's yeah. that's I literally I I'm I was living vicariously through you. It was like, oh, I don't know, like I've thought about because you know it's not that i know many people but like i have a you know a couple of vague associations with people on that show uh on right. the old show like it just you know the vaguest vaguest amount but uh i was like you know i could probably like with some luck convince you know one of them to come on my show and you know the dream is to talk to ron and i realized i don't know enough about music or film like and, and it just i don't know that i do 
I think you, I think you, I'm sure you can handle your own on music, uh, and, and you guys overlap on film enough that at least you could, you know, kind of make it fun. Fake it, yeah. But I, you know, I was thinking about that. I'm like, oh man, that doesn't work. I'm like, and I don't think Ron knows enough about like, you know, occultism and the weird shit I'm into. Like, oh, this would be really awkward. And I actually didn't try to get him on the show because I was like, I don't know that I could handle the embarrassment of like doing that in front of like my my kind of my surrogate dad you know i know i mean you know what's funny i thought i didn't have any like set in stone questions because i i know it's that's hard to do uh, it, it's easy to do when it's like you're emailing somebody a question and it's it's, it's a long question you, you kind of know what they're going to answer but i figured on the phone and just knowing um that you're not going to, I'm not going to get like a sound bite. I, I was surprised how much they, they elaborated on everything, but, um, I, I knew I wasn't going to just get a, like, yeah, you know, that's what we were trying to do. Um, you know what I mean? Like I knew I was going to get like uh, an answer, like a good answer. So yeah. I tried not to write anything t- too set in stone so that I could, you know, be a little more, um, uh, flexible with it. But, um, it, you know, it was like, I thought I was being all deep about like, you know, so when you do these GPS shows, um, you know, you're, you're zeroing in on one scene from like New York, but you could obviously do, you know, the folk scene in the sixties or, you know, I, I guess the hip hop scene and the lights, you know, they did like the velvet underground pretty much to the Ramones, like everything through there. And it was, it was great. But, um, he's like, Oh yeah, we were He's like, we're definitely going to revisit all that. And he's like, you know, we just want to, he's like, we wanted to focus on the, the scene and also the places that they were. I mean, like there was so much thought put into it. It was like, I just felt like, Oh shit. Like I didn't even consider that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. So, um, and, and I was a little, I was probably a little like giggly, you know what I mean? Like, like, Holy shit. I'm like talking to Ron Bennington. Yeah. You know, like that yeah. kind of thing. What's nice about that though is, um, is you know it's for a written publication so a little bit of the pressure is off that if you sound yeah. like a giggly ass it's not like you have to in your write-up go and then reporter says tee hee hee that's really yeah. funny ron i love you you know <laughs> i think i said absolutely like ten thousand times i, I just could you know because they'd be like Especially like you know, Gail was like very like you know I kind of collect records, but I, it's more of a functional thing. I'm like absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I know what you mean. Absolutely. You know, I was like I was like Jesus, shut! Up. I like I knew I was doing. It. I couldn't yeah. stop doing. It. it was like a tick. Yeah, that would that would be if you were one of their producers. That would be your nickname after about two days. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd be dead. Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, there. Uh, absolutely. Why don't you get in here? <laughs> I do a really bad Ron impression. I was really expecting that to come out better, and it didn't. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it was pretty shitty. I mean, I appreciate uh, you being nice, but uh, I just sounded like I, would, I used D's instead of T's. I would at least go. I would at least give it a whirl if I were you. I mean, even if uh, I'm sure. I mean, I don't. I don't want to speak like an hour, but I mean, considering how, especially if you're going to frame it in the context of uh, promoting the GPS show. Yeah. You know, yeah. Do you know if they've done Portland yet? They have not. Oh uh, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe I should do that. I'll I'll email P Hickety and be like, hey, if you're doing Portland, um, there's not many podcasts out of here that are any good, uh, and the ones that are like popular kind of blow. So why don't you come and talk about talk on my show? Yeah, because I mean they'll. Uh, 
you know, I mean, it, it was definitely, uh, like I said, I, I the, he emailed me today to see how long it was going to be. And he says it was going to be like 20 minutes. And I, I honestly figured I'd get them for like 10 or 15 at most. And uh, it was a half an hour. I, yeah. was, I was like amazed. I, I checked the time once and I'm like, fuck, I better start trying to wrap this up. But I mean, it really, I think what kind of got me, um, you know, that they were okay. They weren't looking to like get off right away was because. I, I, I kind of referred stuff back to the show a little bit. Yeah, you know I mean, like, cause I like I pulled things that he I remember him saying that made me think that it would be a good idea to interview him about this stuff in the first place. Yeah, totally. So, oh, sorry, absolutely, my mistake. So yeah, um, so it, <laughs> yeah, you missed before though uh, when you when you thought maybe we had gotten disconnected. I was actually grunting every now and again because I was doing a spot on Fez. <laughs> so we knew we were yeah. I was going to put in the story about uh, when he retired from public life at the end of 2014, but I didn't want to make it sound like a shot at him. So I took it out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think you probably just want to use retired like, or, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't or, want to make it sound like a shot at him. I just no, I mean, that doesn't sound like a shot, but it's not, you know, it's not so pertinent to the story that you need to. Yeah, it's from- too bad. I, I I had found you know I got in a YouTube wormhole not too long ago, and I heard some of the old um, fezzatorials and oh, yeah. doing the voice stuff. I'm like, you're so fucking funny. Dude. Yeah, well, well, well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah so the, great. when he's doing the um, who was like who, who's the character that he's basically copying? Uh, the guy that was on the Hollywood Squares all the time back in the 70s. Uh, I want to say Charles Nelson Riley. I think but, that's um, I think that's who I that's if that's not the right answer, that was at least the guy I was trying to think of. Yeah, yeah, it's it's either Charles Nelson, yeah, because I was thinking maybe Paul Lynn, but I think it's Charles Nelson Ryan. Ooh, Paul Lynn sounds really right too. Maybe both. Let's I just go name gay people them. all night. Um, I feel really like that was really awkward, and I wish it hadn't happened. What? I just I kind of paused for a laugh line, and I'm only oh, talking to one person, and it wasn't that funny of a line. And then by the time I realized that I had paused for laugh break and realized how stupid that is on a talking to one person podcast, I had already started feeling I already started feeling awkward and I didn't know what to do. And I just got I literally just started staring at my ceiling. I was looking at some I have some Velcro on my ceiling from where I where I hung like a like an antenna type thing. And I was just like, oh, look at that. Look at that Velcro. It was really I just went to a strange place, Sean. That should be the cover picture for the show, the, the Velcro. Yeah, Velcro Underground. Um, I, I've learned to embrace dead air. It's 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 like yeah, um, it used I, to freak me out a little bit on the radio, but now it's like I like it if you strategically use it. It kind of it kind of works, I think. Yeah, strategically use it is fine, uh, but in my in, in at least in that case, that was just uh, that was just a, a brain fart. So. Here's I I don't know if I have I ever told you about the, uh, my used book story with Ron and Fez. I uh, yes you did it was actually fantastic and heartbreaking at the same time. Yeah yeah uh, for the audience I've told it before but quickly I, I sent when I first my, put my first book out uh, the Void Sutures available on Amazon you know it's also available <laughs> on Amazon uh, Plastic Brats by Sean Mian but uh, that's neither here nor there I um yeah so audience I I had uh, I emailed the producer and I'm like hey you know. Uh, Ron, huge influence in my life. Like really, like you know, I, this book wouldn't happen without you know, blah blah blah. This guy's and like it's all true. Like the guy was big yeah. influence on me. So um, I end up uh, mailing him a copy of my first book. I'm super proud. Blah blah. I never hear back from. Him, never you know, no, nothing ever comes. I really didn't expect anything. But fast forward years later, 
uh, a girl I'm dating, a cross-country relationship, buys a used copy of that book on Amazon. And she texts me a picture of the of this, the signing page. It says, hey, who's Ron? Because she had managed to buy the used copy of it uh, that I had sent to the Ron and Fez show. And I'm like, oh, now, that's dude, awkward. If you have him on, you have to tell that story. Oh, you no, know, there's no way I'm not. I'm probably just... I would open yeah, with that. I'm pro- yeah, probably going to lead with it and then just go... Look, dude, I've peaked. Just tell me when your show's on and I'm hanging up now. <laughs> <laughs> now, who? how long ago was that? Was that, like, the same kind of crew that you're, like, vaguely familiar with? Or was that, like, a different different staff, probably? Uh, no, it was it was Hicks I dealt with. Oh, really? Well, Hicks has been there for a really long time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, that's too bad. I was going to say, maybe they just didn't give it to I mean, I'm sure they probably just didn't give it to him. Oh yeah, you know I'm. I, with the, uh, no, I'm quite. Here's, here's why I know they, they didn't give it to him. Is do you really think Ron motherfucking Bennington is gonna sell a used book? Yeah, it's probably an intern. Yeah, like there's no fucking way that dude is gonna like. You know what I need? Two dollars. Like I'm gonna go through all that effort. Like that's the last thing I know nothing about Ron as a man, but yeah. I'm fucking positive he's not gonna go out of his way to sell something for two dollars like i think he would throw out a thousand dollar watch if he got a scratch on it not because he's like you know flippant or you know loose with his money but because he doesn't want to be bothered right that watch metaphor was terrible no it was good and I, i what i'm still in awe of is the fact that it got back to you you know what I mean? Like, the, especially yeah. that personally, you know what I mean? Yeah, literally. Like, yeah. Like I, some random schmuck who's just like, oh, I'll take a shot and buy this book. Yeah. That you, you don't know at all or just heard, you know, like, or listens to the show. Yeah. But so, no, it was somebody you did, you were like personally involved. Yeah. With yeah. And, dated for almost a year. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, just so awkward. But I had this moment of panic going, oh my God, I signed it to the wrong person. <laughs> like I, I like I was because I I I send out books all the time, or at least I you know I at when books come out I send them out pretty often, and I was like, oh Jesus God, did I actually send her the wrong book? I'm like, wait a second, I never sent her that book. What the fuck's <laughs> happening right now? That's uh, uh, fun. That's a great story. It sucks, but it's a great story. I, you know, I how fucking odd it was. I oh, never God. really felt the uh, like the like I kind of on paper. I like, I know that kind of sucks and I should be sort of like insulted on some small, on some level, but it's the oddness of it really just overcomes all like it is just, it just, it just washed over everything. Like that is the weirdest thing, at least to me, the odds of that are so fucking long yeah. that it just, I can't even like feel things about it other than like amazement. It's just like, that's the, that's impossible. Like one time I've talked about this on the show way too many times. If I talked about it, I mean, I told the story. I was drunk in my apartment, my old apartment, and I was in a, and I was in a fit state. I was crying. I was just, I was having a, a, you know, some, I don't remember what happened, something stupid, but I was like, the fuck have you done with your life, Alex? You fucking waste. I was pissed at myself and I got this round goblet, uh, wine glass in my hand, you know, like a stemless one, you know, that style. Right. And I, 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 so I, I throw the rest of the wine out and I just wail it at my wall in a feat of just complete, I'm fucking annoyed drama. It hits the wall, bounces, glass, by the way, hits the wall, bounces, hits the other wall, lands on my bed, unbroken, with a paint scuff on it. <laughs> it's the most impossible thing that's ever happened. And I, I like, immediately stopped being depressed. I mean, I was still depressed, but I immediately stopped being, like, crying because I'm like, that's, that's amazing. Like, 
Yeah, that that's, was tough. That's like, that's, that's impossible. And I got to the point of like, I'm so bad at life. I can't dramatically break a wine glass right. And it just, it became this kind of like, this wave of, of like irrational joy came over me. Like, that's, what the fuck just happened to me? And I kept that wine glass for quite some time until coincidentally enough, I dropped it and it broke. But, um. Yeah, when you're with, not trying to break it, it breaks. Yeah, with the, with the paint scratch on it, like with the little paint thing on it. Because like, that's just, I could never do, like, you could give me a fucking gross of them and do that every day. <laughs> one gross and I'll never repeat the feat, but somehow. Uh, that one, yeah. Maybe, maybe you didn't really want to break it and that's what did it. Yeah, it's, will like, the, overpowered it's like the secret. Physics. Well, actually what I was thinking is, to be honest with you, I play a lot of, I used to play a lot of Frisbee disc golf. And right. the style of throwing is the same style, like an overhand throw. It's called a, they call a thumber or a hammer. And it imparts right. a lot of spin onto the disc. And what I think happened is, because I don't really know how to throw a baseball, which I think if, if I threw a baseball-wise, it would have shattered, is I put angular momentum on it so that when it touched the wall, it was spinning so much that it converted the forward momentum. You know, because it, it was spinning, and that's where the yeah. scuff came from. And at that point, it lost enough momentum that by the time it hit the other wall, it was more downwards, still had enough spin, and threw itself onto the bed. Because scary thing is, I know exactly what you mean, and that's probably exactly what happened. Yeah, because I well, you I thought explain that very well. I put a lot of thought into it. Uh, I hope you're not being sarcastic, because I really felt like no, I didn't really, that. I, 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 I would never have been able to explain it like that. But I understand yeah. what you mean, and it uh, that's probably exactly what happened. Yeah, because I thought about it a lot, because it's like, one, I was thinking, I don't know why I'd ever tell this story again, so of course I've told it a million times, but I was like, <laughs> this, no one, like, this is going to be one of those things where people are not going to, people are going to think I've made up the most pointless fucking lie, because like, why would you lie about that? But it happened, and I was like, I have to think about this. <laughs> I have to think about this deeply. Just to learn from it. Hey, he, oh, so, anyway, so, uh. Um, so that went well with Ron, Ron yes. and, and Gail. And hopefully it pans out and I get the MP3 and everybody's happy. Now are you, pl- are you planning on playing the MP3 on your, on your show or? No, cause I, you know what happened? I was, I, I didn't bring it up initially and I was so surprised that they answered so, and quickly that I didn't want to, uh, press my luck. And I certainly didn't want to look like I was angling. Like, you know, I didn't even bring up anything about the radio when I was talking. Yeah. We did talk about radio a little bit. And I was like, and I'm like, you know, by the way, you're not the only one with a couple of radio shows. I happen to have two and F, you know, like, yeah. So I was like, whatever. I mean, you know, if I talked to them again, or I was going to maybe, uh, shoot Chris Stanley, an email and mention, you know, if you want to come on, do a phone or, Pro, you know, promote your podcast or something. Yeah, to that extent. But yeah, I don't. I don't want to play it. I mean, I want to get it first, um, and write the thing, and hopefully the uh, the, the article's good. And uh, you know, I, I they were really. Good. I mean, you know, they, they they you know they were just. Do, I mean, it was like listening to the show. It was great. But uh, yeah, I, I would plug it, but I wouldn't. I don't think I'd want to play that on the air because it was like. Uh, Probably because I sound like a fucking moron. No, I, I, for starters, I, I, but oh. no, no, I dig what you're saying. But yeah, I, you know, whatever. You know, if you get it, you can think about it. But it's it certainly thought. Yeah, I mean, believe me, I'm probably gonna listen to it like five or ten times. But um, so these I'm gonna have to get the fucking transcription. But um, so these are the these are the questions I have for you after that. Okay. So you know how you you, you host two radio shows? Yes. Why didn't Why didn't you just try to find a studio that you could do the interview in and just record it through the massive amount of uh, equipment that's specialty? It made? did come up oh, okay. actually, and um, 
one of the problems was that um, I'm down the shore and the studio's in Teaneck, which is a little bit of a hike. Down the, the shore. The Sorry, I forgot about that phrase. And um, But the other thing was, uh, I, I don't know how willing they were letting me to do it because it wasn't for the radio. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. Because when I initially, I brought it up to one of the guys at the station to see, well, like, how would you record? He goes, why don't you just use one of the stations? And I'm like, well, it's not really for the radio. And he's like, well, would they want to make it like a double, uh, you know, like, would they would they care if you, you know, if you did the interview and played it on the radio? And I said, honestly, I don't know. And it's like, I want to do this so much that I don't want to, you know, I don't want to throw like a caveat at it. To, no, I think, way. no, I think, I, honestly, I think that's, that's, you did it completely fine. Like, that's yeah. totally acceptable. Like, it's print thing. Totally gotcha. Just curious, you know. No, absolutely. I mean, it would definitely cross my mind, and it probably would have made me made life a lot easier. But now I know. Yeah. So, radio shows. Um, w. What is FDU. it? WFDU. Mm-hmm. That's dot com dot fm. Okay, so that's Fairly Dickinson University that's dot correct. frequency modulation. Correct. Okay. So and frequent- I'm on the HD one side, and if you're in, if you happen to be in New Jersey or New York, it's eighty nine point one FM. So frequency modulation is when, like, basically it's a long wave form, and you modulate the frequency on two bands. Modulating yes. the frequency is when you turn a dial, and it kind of changes what gets accepted into the receiver. Now, there's something very much like that in humankind: alcohol. You know where I like to buy alcohol? The standard. That was the best fucking segue you're ever gonna oh, see. Facebook.com slash the standard PDX. Wow. I, honestly, I, I started off thinking how stupid that was, and I actually started to be a little bit proud of myself as it was going on. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I wouldn't even stop. I would have just rolled with it and took a bow at the end. I no, I I can't do that because that the whole point, and I think the audience knows this, and most of my social group does, is going for the the really dumb joke that's way too smart you know like the like almost like a dad joke but like you know it's like oh you have to have knowledge of quantum physics uh the works of frank herbert uh uh, and you know uh, having watched every episode of the simpsons to get this really bad pun i texted you and it's like that's kind of my joy in the world so (laughs) making the long circuitous route to make a bad i was like oh shit that segue wasn't bad but it's a long game yeah um facebook.com slash the standard pdx and it's also 14 Northeast 22nd in Portland, Oregon, 972 something. Um, they have now, and I've, I've learned new things about this place that I can report back. Everybody right. knows that it's $1 hams on Wednesday. Everybody knows that it's $3 microbrews on Sunday. I have reports from the fields that Monday you may buy $4 Monopolova drinks for $4 which is wow. why they call them that. You will also find that on shit Friday or Saturday night is Jim Bean and Beer Night, where you get a shot of Jim Beam, which is actually something I drink on purpose, not just because it's on sale, and huh. a beer for $5. That's insane. Yeah, it's super cheap. Yeah, booze is still pretty cheap out here. I seem to remember Jersey being quite a bit more expensive than that. Oh, yes, it is. And, um... Well, that's all the ones I can remember for you guys right now. Uh, there's also a Friday. The, okay, the one that isn't Jim Bean and Beer is a whiskey for five bucks as well. So if you show up on Friday or Saturday and you like whiskey, like you're totally going to like you're 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 right there. And they got jello shots and 
pinball machines and a pool table and a shuffleboard table and uh, a big hams bear that wears a hat and uh, uh, some gambling machines. Oh, they got a four-person Pac-Man machine, which I played recently, which is actually super fun. It's four-person? Yeah, it's one of those sit-down table kind of oh, games. Oh, right, right, right. There's right, four right. people, wow. and you, you, you fight each other. Like you, so the ghosts are still there. Inky, Blinky, something, and Pinky, and Wacko, Jacko, and Dot. Um, they're flying around the board too. So it's like a giant regular, you know, the 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 style of Pac-Man you're used to. And then you each have your individually colored Pac, uh, Pac-Man, uh, Pac-Man if you're Jewish, Pac-Man. and uh, you can you can either eat the ghosts or eat your friends or kind oh, of really? set your friends up to the ghosts depending on the powers and the bonuses and the things you get. Yeah, it's actually, it was, it was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. And I was less shit at it than I thought it was going to be because I'm really bad at modern video games. But I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. I'm kind of a, I'm almost like the vinyl version of video games where it's like, oh yeah, I forgot. I actually am really good at shitty video games. Pac-Man, <laughs> it comes back to you, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, every time, like once in a while, throughout, like if I see... An old Pac-Man, or it's always Miss Pac-Man. I never see a Pac-Man machine, but um, I'll, that's actually I'll a really good off. point. You do see a lot more Miss. Pac- they probably just made more of them. Yeah, and I'll last a good three or four rounds. It'll, like muscle memory, it'll come back a little bit, but then of course it gets insane, and I just get killed. Yeah, that's all. I'm not a I'm not a Pac-Man person, but if I do see that style of game, like I. I mean, let's face it, every now and again I will play Pac-Man. But, like, like if I see, like, a like a Breakout or an Arkanoid or something along those oh, lines wow, where, man. you know, spinning thing and then, like, click a ball up top, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna drop some dollars and it's going to and it's, and it's gonna be on. And, frankly, I'm going to look fucking impressive doing it. And some people are going to be looking. Like, who's this guy? Yeah. Look at this, this guy. This guy with the six quarters on the uh, fucking pole position. Yeah. Look, look at Spy Hunter. <laughs> Yes, oh, Spy Hunter. Don't even get me started on Spy Hunter. I'm fucking. I'm, I'm the James Bond of Spy Hunter. Wait, shit, was Spy Hunter? Which one was? Oh, I, I had no Spy idea. Spy Hunter was the car with the with the oil slicks and the. You I remember think, that game? That was I, no, a great game. I remember the name. I never played it. I certainly remember pole position. Oh, pole position, sure. Spy Hunter had like it was you were in a car and people were chasing you and you had all gadgets in your car like you had yeah. an oil slick. I think Spy Hunter was one that kind of looked like um the car from from. Uh, talking car with David Hasselhoff show. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, uh, Night Rider. Night Rider. You know, that's actually the name that popped in my head. I'm like, ah, I can't possibly be it. <laughs> no one would call something Night Rider. Well, I forgot it because now that I'm saying it, his name was Michael Knight in the show. Yeah, so it totally made sense. Well, but when I when I like in my head, I'm like, Night. What the fuck? Why would we call Night Rider? There's no knights in it. It didn't happen. Why the fuck would they? That's a dumb name. Oh yeah, his name. Yeah. That's where like that. Yeah, the cliche pitch comes from. You know, like, uh, I don't know, Berkman's Law, or, you know, Murphy's Law, and it's like, James Murphy is in... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. Trying to raise kids. I don't know where Berkman came from. Uh-huh. I don't I think of a stupid last name, but then I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. It has to be something that means something. Yeah, yeah, no, I got you. I, I, I understand what you're saying, and I can't think of uh, another one and uh, or anything funny to say right there. So, uh, I'm going to finish up saying this go to the standard it's a beautiful place be in portland go there drink with me enjoy yourself facebook.com slash the standard pdx click like um since we're doing plugs uh, alexcast.com alex spelled with two x's um that's it just go there find other stuff you can find links to the uh the simpsons program that i also do if you don't know about that i do a simpsons podcast there's three episodes out soon there will be four 
Who and you'll have the, the audio of you plugging it on my show. That is on true. WFTU.FM. Yes. Thursday nights, 6 to 10 p.m. and Sunday nights, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. That is very true. Uh, WFTU.FM is it's the place to be when you're very confused and don't know how that website works because it's terrible. The, can you oh, explain to them, how, can you explain to the audience how, how they actually find anything you do on there? Because, like, I know you pretty well um, and I've heard your show before. And yeah. I just kind of stared at it, and I went, eh, he'll tell me if he takes the audio out, because I have no idea how to find my segment. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, you can't really do anything with it from there. It, pretty much what you have to do, if you want to just listen to it, it's um, you can either go, it, it'll say HD1, HD2, HD3, because they just launched uh, two additional stations for HD2 and 3, uh, for HD radios and the website. Um, so if you go to HD1... When I'm on live, you can grab it there. And if you want to hear an old show, uh, you go to show archives, and it brings up a menu with uh, the date. There's a drop-down menu for the date, so you just go to whatever day the show was on, which in my case would be Sundays or Thursdays. And uh, when you go to where it'll list all the shows in order of time, uh, and you just click on it, and it'll take you to the archive of the show. Yeah, and it's... or you could just go to Thursday nite backslash here comes the night on Facebook, and I do all the work for you. I just post it. There you go. Um, Thursday nite backslash Thursday night. It's Thursday night nite because they wanted to be different about it. Yeah, um, yeah. Because if you even find it on that archive thing, man, that shit is hard to listen to. Because it's like you can't. It's, I know it freezes. I was I was uploading a lot of them to uh, Mixcloud. But yeah. I fell off with it a little bit because you got a I got a two week window to download them and uh which is more than enough, obviously, but um you know, your hard drive starts backing up a little bit and sometimes, you know, sometimes the show sucks and I don't uh, wanna do well, it so my I mean my my question for the for the fine uh, web uh, people at WFTU.fm is um I it can't be that much more down bandwidth to download a show to, uh, to stream it. Like they yeah, should, I would, I would they should just that. have like a crappy version, like a sixty-four fucking uh, killer, whatever the sixty-four version of MP3s. Which I don't. What's it? Sixty-four kilobot? Kill it? What MP3s coming? What MP3s coming? I think sixty-four, but I'm not. No, I'm but not what not. are the like the letters afterwards? Oh God, I don't know. Oh, good. Okay, I thought I was forgetting something really stupid, which I've been doing a lot lately. Uh-huh. Um, I also can't feel my left side. Um, well, you, know what the th- <laughs> you know what the thing is? I don't think you could download. I don't think they can let people download it because of uh, the music rights. Oh, is that the deal? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I know even when I upload it to Mixcloud, I can't. You can't rewind it. So it's like if you know, because if they play a song that you want to hear, you can't. Instead of rewinding it fifteen times. Oh yeah. You know what? I actually think you told me this before. It made sense, and then I forgot. Yeah. No, but that doesn't mean it's you know. There's probably not an easier way to stream it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, not like a crappy interface, but that's, I mean, even that's, like, that's not even, it's more just the, you can't just get it on, like, I don't want to, like, I don't like streaming, basically. Like, I don't like Stitcher, even though my show's on Stitcher. Feel free to find it, download it if you like it, or don't download it. Um, like, uh-huh. I like Stitcher, it's fine, but it's like, I don't like having to keep streaming data, like, it just, I would rather just download it at once and then just play it off my device. Like it just, to me, that feels easier. You know, I don't yeah. know if maybe like I, you know, I'm an old man, but it just, 
and it just, I don't know, it just feels like it's less buggy. It just, I don't know, it works better. So, uh, you know, the, the website you're on, it's not like the streaming's like worse than any other streaming one. I just, I don't enjoy streaming. That should be your, your catchphrase. Yeah. Tuesday nights on the Alex cast. Alex doesn't like streaming. Fuck you, <laughs> streaming. Wednesday night on the Alex cast. Yeah, Stitzer, why'd you go suck a dick? <laughs> on streaming downhill. Exactly. It's. <laughs> Alex Streaming doesn't like himself. Yeah. That was a stretch. Um, all water runs downhill. Gravity <laughs> controls all in the universe. And Alex doesn't <laughs> like streaming. Yeah, WFD, fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't know who this character is, but I like it. As I turn slightly away bad. from the mic like and it. just start yelling stuff in vaguely my voice. I mean, basically, it's just my voice with slightly different for no good reason. Um, it's- no, you say things. No, go ahead. I was, uh, I had, I really had nothing. Okay. Well, I will continue where I left off. Uh, I, that didn't make sense because I start all sentences with, uh, and it, I found it really funny to start where I left off by saying, uh, but since I start every sentence with it, no one could differentiate. I'll have to learn that in the future. Here's a story I want to talk about quickly with you. And then I want to talk to you about something actually important. They, uh, NASA being they, Oh yeah, I saw this today. The 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 other planet uh, yes. that they they may have discovered. Now, this is more, and you know, I, I would like to hear your opinion on this. But this is my my problem here. I live in a world of conspiracies because um, of uh, the stuff I'm interested in. I like weird shit, and I read a lot about kind of. Well, I mean, basically, the, the other people that are into weird shit are into conspiracy theory like a motherfucker. One of the uh, running threads of most conspiracies is the government is hiding something from you. You know, uh, the JFK assassination, 9-11, uh, uh, the, the, there being a hollow earth, whether we're on a flat earth, we didn't land on the moon, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I didn't know, I didn't know the, uh, the hollow earth one. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a bunch of those still. Um, wow. but, uh, the, uh, the, one of the main kind of, people they blame is NASA saying NASA knows about this and isn't telling anybody. NASA's got the science behind this and doesn't want to tell you. NASA causes chemtrails, you know? And, um, one of the main things when they say that a lot of the people that like believe in that old ancient writings that don't exist, uh, that there's another planet, planet X Nibiru, that the ancients knew about this planet, et cetera, et cetera. And NASA's hiding it. Well, NASA fucking announced it, like, the day after they found it, you stupid fucks. <laughs> it just annoys me to no end, because they won't admit it. I saw people in my conspiracy theories going, yeah, we were right the whole time. Fuck you, you weren't right the whole time. You're saying NASA was hiding shit. Those fuckers found out, but holy shit, we found something amazing. Let's tell all of our friends. They're not some shadowy organization, you stupid asses. Sorry. Hey, wouldn't they, wouldn't, like, hiding that kind of be counterproductive? Because when they find stuff, it kind of justifies their existence, Yeah, no? yeah, I... I don't understand. No one can. And answer. on top of that, they're they're funding and whatnot. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't get it. Like I I I, I was asking someone. Um, they they, they uh, we're talking about um, uh, uh, chemtrails, and they said uh, that it's uh, it was to dumb down the populace. This is one of the theories that right. they're they you know some kind of chemical maybe causes autism that sort of thing. Uh. And I said, well, what's the point? Yeah, and they're like, oh, so you know, the rich stay in power. It's like, what? They, they, they don't. They've always been in power. Yeah, they, they, they already are, and yeah. it's not like they don't like. There's not rich people air. Like, well, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't. You can't. It's like it's like 
it, 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 it's like, oh, uh, this this rich guy swimming in a public swimming pool. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, what they don't know is I paid that guy to piss in the pool that I'm currently swimming in. That doesn't well, make what, any sense. What's this great age? Like, that's what the other thing with it. Like, you know, when, when I hear the, uh, you know, to keep everybody dumb. I mean, I, I don't doubt that there's obviously uh, information withheld on stuff. And, pe- you know, they want to keep people as... Uh, ignorant to certain things as possible. But when they start getting into the, like, you know, uh, like what you're saying, like, you know, some kind of uh, intentional plan to, you know, stunt everyone's intelligence. Like, when was this great age of enlightenment where the citizens yeah. were, like, rising up and uh, trying to overthrow, you know, ex- I mean, I guess the revolution, maybe you could argue, uh, 200 years ago. But I mean, I mean barely, like, not no, in America yeah. where there's been, you know, this enlightened, you know, citizen uh, trying to rise up. I mean, maybe the 60s, the late 60s. But even then, I mean, really, where'd they get? Yeah. And, but even the late 60s were, it's not like it was this enlightened thing. It was a bunch. It, there was a, a handful of people that, that had some beliefs and then a bunch of people that liked rock music and drugs. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I can't be old man here because I they're much older than me. I was not alive during Woodstock, but yeah. that's what it was. There were some I mean, there people, were people there legitimately they, fighting for civil rights and women's rights. Yeah, and, uh, but a lot of it was just everything. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of it was just people liking fucking groovy music and people like standing in lines and going to protests. Yeah, and I mean, and and really, I mean, even if I mean, if for argument's sake, I mean, let's say that the sixties were, and I, I think some of I, I go back and forth with it a little bit, but. Let's just say that was the high watermark for uh, for that kind of you know uprising to a point. Uh, Need fucking golf shoes. Yeah, <laughs> I know, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I guess um, they. Uh, I mean, it got squashed down right away. I mean, it wasn't. You know, I mean, yes. I mean, I would argue that civil rights. I wouldn't. You know, I mean, obviously it's not over, but I mean, it certainly improved. I would. Ho- I would hope we could all agree to, from where it was in the sixties. <laughs> Not for white people. Oh, sorry. Wait, no, uh, wrong show, wrong show, wrong show. <laughs> Damn, I'm like saying, it. <laughs> uh, listen, I am by no means saying everything's fine. I'm not saying, you know, that it's where it needs to be. I'm just saying, you know, I, I, I hope it's gotten a little better since then. I would hope it's gotten a little better for women since then. And obviously uh, the draft is gone. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's something, I guess. Um, it's not perfect by any means, but, um, you know, whatever they were rising up again, I mean, it, it, it kind of got squashed down, right? I mean, you know, the hippies became yuppies and... Yeah, but even, like, that's, I mean, I'm not even saying they didn't affect things, I just... Yeah, like, neither am I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, words, but it's know, just... It kind of, you know, I mean, so where was this giant need to dumb down the population? I yeah, exactly, like, yeah. It, it goes away, and the... Yeah, it wasn't like there was, it wasn't every hippie was this enlightened person. It was just, yeah, absolutely. Bunch, you know, it's same as any generation of, you know, free thinkers. It's usually, uh, it's like seven free thinkers and all the people that like following free thinkers by yeah. saying they're free thinkers. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, there's nothing I find funnier than fucking. I said absolutely again, by the way. Nothing I find funnier than stupid, uh, uh, like, I, independent minded, this again, conspiracy theory, bullshit people. But like, they use Guy Fox masks because, you know, anonymous stuff yeah. and that's another. It's a one that guy was like a religious persecutor. Like he was a fucking creepy Christian dude Two, you're all wearing the same mask. You asshole. How does that make yeah. you a nonconformist? Do you not understand? Sorry. Like, Oh, you, f- it reminds me of, uh, to tie it into uh, music. If I may, 
uh, Johnny Rotten talking about punk rock, saying that like when they first started out, everybody kind of did their own thing and was wearing different stuff. And he said, what really ruined punk rock music were the punks because they adopted a uniform style. Yeah. Uniform look. And he said, and the whole thing was about just being yourself and doing whatever you want to do. And everybody decided to get a mohawk and a fucking clothes pin through their ear and a leather jacket and look all the same. And he goes, and so it just became another thing. It became a style instead of a movement. Yeah, 100% right. That, that is what I'm driving at. I wish it wasn't by him because I really dislike that man. But uh, right. uh, no, that's that's the point. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, yeah, exactly. It's it's yeah, it's like in Life of Brian. We're all individuals. I'm not, you know. It's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so there's a ninth planet. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, that's really just the whole thing. It's just, I mean, that was just my point. It's just, it just the... They announced yeah. it the day after just the I like because I really think there's some actual stuff that you should be kind of, you know, uh, uh, awakened to. Like there's some actual like stuff in that community. That's why I like some of the conspiracy theory stuff. I'm not really a conspiracy theorist, but like I like the free thinking vibe of like the people that yeah. first do it. I like a lot of like the alternate history stuff. Like I'm really into that. But when it just becomes this repeating stupid shit that isn't logically consistent. It's just annoying. So it's like NASA announces, Hey, we were right. NASA didn't announce it. Huh? We were right. Yeah, you didn't. Exactly. You're, you can't, yeah. yeah. There's no way around it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's, I don't know. It's just one of those things. And I'm going to rail against it forever and ever and end up having a heart attack while they probably get married and have love and children and grow out of their idiocy while I'm sitting here like some fucking moron screaming at these people. Yeah, and everyone, every once in a while, they'll be sipping brandy in their next to their fireplace with their wife and go, you know what? Alex was right. And then they'll go back to reading a book or something. Yeah. I mean, most likely poor, not. Yeah. Poor, poor, poor Alex. He was right. Yeah. Hey, you could probably still listen to him. He's still saying the same shit he has for the last 15 years. Oh, I thought yeah. this was after you were dead from your heart attack. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot. I'm that's what I meant. Like, in other words, they were like, you're, you're dead and they're. They're like, oh yeah, I guess I guess Alex was right. Yeah, you bring up a good point there. Death. Unfortunately, I completely misunderstood what you said, even though you said it very clearly, and I took it a completely no, different way. No, you did. This was totally on me. I went in a right. weird fucking place right there, and it made I'll no fucking it. sense. Like you gave all the context clues for me to figure that out. <laughs> it was completely clear, and I went in a weird fucking way. Speaking of going in a weird way, hey, Star Wars uh-huh. came out. Oh uh, yes, I didn't know if you wanted to talk. I, no, I didn't know if you. Were I do want to talk. talk. I do want to talk Star Wars, but uh, the only thing is that you uh, talked to Ron Bennington today, and uh, that needed to be spoken of first. Absolutely. And essentially, I- that first hour was somehow about us talking about Ron Bennington, as is my show. Um, we talk about it for a bit. Somehow, talk about everything else, and that's the topic. <laughs> All right. I, I could I could try to be quick about it. Um, oh no, I you, I've I've I mean I have all the time. Well, not all the time in the world, but I have I have plenty of time. So let, no need to rush if you're not in a hurry. No, um, I well, you saw it when you saw it. Was it like kind of an empty theater for the most part, or was it full still? Uh, it was. I mean, it was a lot like my couch. Um, in fact, it was my oh, couch. You, yeah, I just oh, stole you didn't it. go yeah, out. You didn't yeah, go to the yeah. theater. Sit. No, because the fucking theater kept being packed. Like Portland was like two, I mean, maybe it was everywhere, but like two weeks afterwards, I tried to go like, whatever, not opening night, like a, like a few days, enough days later that it looked like I should have been able to get in easily. And there was a goddamn line. I waited like two weeks and there was a fucking line on like a Tuesday night. And then I went again and there was a line 
Uh, wow. So I went, uh, no, I mean, when I say a line, there's probably the last time I went, there's probably like, I don't know, eight people online, but still like that means there's going to be a packed theater. Like I just, I didn't feel like dealing with it. I found a, a site that streamed it and the quality wasn't, um, I mean, it certainly wasn't amazing, but it was, it's, it's totally watchable. Yeah. yeah. I see like with stuff like that, um, like the Batman stuff or, um, I guess the Avengers to a point, even though I'm not like, you know, that into that stuff. Um, but I, I don't mind going opening night, even if it's packed, because usually it's like the, the, the geekiest people are there opening night and th- they'll shut the fuck up once the movie starts. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. won't like really, unless they're clapping here and there, which is always whatever. But, um, and that's kind of what happened. I was actually very surprised because we got tickets for like 11 o'clock at night and that, or no, we got midnight tickets. What am I talking about for the night before? And that was like the ticket to get, you know what I mean? I was like, we're only, you know, they're releasing the tickets. It was like two months in advance or some yeah. shit. It was like crazy. And, uh, and then of course they wound up starting selling. They, they, they added like seven different shows. It started like seven o'clock at night then. So we could have went five hours earlier and, uh, you know, so the, by the time we got there, it was mobbed, but it wasn't like, impo- you know, I mean, it wasn't like we were waiting for hours and got shitty seats. I mean, we were fine. We had great seats and, you know, it took us a half an hour or so to get in, but it wasn't anything like, I remember going to see the dark night where they like, you know, let you in an hour and a half before, because, uh, the lines were so big that they had to get everybody in and open up new theaters and shit. It was crazy. Which one was the dark night? Second one. That was the second. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I was okay with it being a big crowd. So, you know, I mean, it kind of like, I'm okay with doing the big group experience for something like that. I mean, if it was like uh, the hateful eight or something, I, I would not want to be bothered. You know what I mean? But well, the, I mean, the difference here is, is uh, you use a very key word. We, um, I would be standing on that line by myself. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's not I like I have a lot true. of other people. Like if I had, if I had a, a, a if there was a group of people that had invited me that night, um, I, I I probably would have gone. But most of the time, my my movie going is is by myself. Stella. And uh, yeah, he's in that movie. And um, <laughs> it uh, yeah, that's really embarrassing. And I just no, I'm not going to do it. So yeah. oh, I do that all the time, and I'm, I'm okay with it. Not on see, I can do it just watching a movie. But if I have to wait online for it. Yeah, that's that's when that's just the point where I go, oh, fuck that. Like one, I hate waiting in lines for anything. Like, like we, there's a shitload of food carts in Portland. Like I'll literally get food. I don't want as much just cause I don't feel like waiting on a line. Like, it's just, I fucking hate lines. So like, especially if I'm by myself and a bunch of star Wars nerds are around, ugh, not going to do it. Yeah, that's true. That would probably, I could see that. That's a very good case. All right. So let's, let's get to this audience, oh, yeah. audience at home. Uh, I am not going to, uh, I don't give a fuck about spoilers. So yeah, uh, if you do and you haven't, if you seen, haven't seen it by now, yeah. yeah, if you haven't seen it by now, uh, I mean, to, you know, whatever, I mean, turn it off Tough if you don't want to hear spoilers, but like, it's, yeah, it's just, it's absurd at this point. Um, yeah. so there, there's a discussion. What, so what did you think of it? I, I didn't hate it, but I didn't really like it either. Incorrect. I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Continue. <laughs> I, I liked the new characters. I realized that. Pretty much everything I've seen online about people not liking it for some reason has to do with Ray, which I don't understand at all because I thought she was great, or Finn, which I get to a point because he kind of hits a point where he's like, 
pretty much talking about like he's almost like oh my god I'm in a Star Wars movie like for some like for that like middle section once Han Solo comes into it it's like he's almost kind of like I know he's supposed to be the surrogate for the audience I get it but it's like it's almost like over the top where he's going like I can't believe we're doing this like I can't believe I'm you know like oh, there's Millennium Falcon and like I don't know it's just it was fine I and I didn't dislike him either I thought he was fine um. I obviously didn't like that they killed Han Solo off, even though I knew it was coming. So I think I said on this show months ago that I pretty much was guaranteed that Kylo Ren was going to kill Han Solo. Yeah, I get think, him over. I think I predicted. I think I predicted like Chewbacca died uh, when because I remember you and I talking about. It. I th- I agreed with you, but I think I predicted just because you chose Han. I think I chose like Leia or Chewbacca or somebody like that was was my go on it. Yeah, well, you so know, I mean, we were right, basically. Ru- yeah, yeah. But some, well, no, but I mean, somebody ruined it for me too, going in the day of, and then they said, because you know, I had been talking about it with people, and I'm like, I said it's gonna kind of suck if they kill him off just to bring it, you know, even though I knew he wanted, you know, he wasn't into it or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what the hell his deal was, but um, no, well, he wanted. That's that's the whole frozen carbonite thing after uh, yeah. Empire was. He didn't want to come back for the next film, so I mean, that's you can't imagine he wanted to sign up for fucking three more. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I guess there probably wouldn't have been too much to do with him, but I think that was kind of my problem with it. I don't think he needed to be the main character in this, or a main character. Yeah. I don't get why I think I would have been just as happy and uh, if instead of Poe disappearing for 45 minutes for, like, God knows what reason that was, why didn't he just pilot them around in the Millennium Falcon and take them to the Resistance because he was part of it anyway. And this yeah. way you get to introduce him. I mean, it just felt like it was a little bit up its own ass with some of the fan service. Well, in in the cutscenes, uh, I don't know when we get to see them, but apparently in the original cut, Poe had a lot more to do. Uh, there's right. like a shitload of stuff. And in the original draft, he dies. Yeah, um, I actually read that. Yeah. I didn't know if that had anything to do with how they filmed it, though. Well, That's no, why. it's apparently that, like once they started, like one, basically once he showed up on set, they're like, oh, we love this dude. Like, all right, he's... He's gonna be, you know, we need more yeah, shit I mean, with he's him. Like one of the, he's a great, he's a good actor. I don't know yeah. why they would have killed him off anyway. But uh, yeah, apparently a lot of that, like, where he goes during that forty-five minutes is in in cut footage. Oh, uh, all right. Well, see, I mean, and that's okay. But I mean, like, I, listen, I love Han Solo. Han Solo is my favorite character in the whole thing. Uh, he he was okay in it. I mean, I thought he, I thought he looked like he was having more fun than he did in the Indiana Jones movie, the last one. Yeah, but um, I don't know. It just seemed like I don't know. It, it felt like it was kind of like, and the stuff with him and Leia was weird. I yeah. felt like George Lucas wrote the dialogue for that part. Like you know, what I mean, like all the dialogue point. was pretty loose if, with everybody until the two of them got together for some reason. Yeah, I um, my favorite character from the original, of course, was Grandma uh, Grandma Turduck. Grand Turducken, Grand, yeah, Grandma Turducken, whatever that Grandma guy's name is. Tarkin. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, so you know, of course, I I loved when uh, Ron Weasley's older brother played his part. Um, yeah, well, I, well, that's I couldn't stop other, looking I mean, listen, at it. Everybody's pointed that out, right? That it's pretty much episode four, exactly. Yeah, well, I mean, my thing, I was fine with that. That it was literally Act One was episode four, Act Act Two was episode five, Act Three was was Return of the Jedi. Um, which I'm fine with because I get them. They're kind of resetting the stage. Don't really, you know, it's whatever, like no big deal. But uh, uh, I literally couldn't look past that being Ron Reasley's older brother because that's, uh, I don't Was know. Was it the really guy. him? Yeah, it's the guy that played um, 
I don't even know his name. It's the guy that got hit by the Ollie werewolf and yeah, it's it's yeah, yeah the werewolf face guy uh, from yeah. from the Harry Potter movies. I'm like, oh my god, that's Rondell brother. Like I just kept looking at him because like, I've never seen him anywhere before. I'm like, oh shit, look at him. Um, and he had a lot of nothing to do. Yeah, so I think if he had more stuff to do, and that's why I brought up uh, Grandma Tarkin. Um, notice I said it right that time because I actually know the name. I was just trying to be silly. Um, but uh, yeah, he didn't really have a lot to do. And he didn't have the gravitas of, of uh, who is that, Peter Cushing? Yeah. So it's just Peter kind of, Cushing was just like, you know, intimidating right off the bat. I mean, <laughs> listen, half of it could be because we were younger, too. But, I mean, uh, no, yeah, I mean, he, like, when you saw him, I mean, he, like, told Vader what to do. You know? Yeah, I mean, no, because like, he, he was a badass. He's an old, stern-faced Englishman with slick back hair. That's that's not just because you're young. That's That literally, they created that character to look stern. And they did it, too, with, with I don't even know the character's name, but Ron's older brother. Um do you know his name off the top of your head? No, okay. I actually, I, I, don't, um, I don't remember. I just thought like, all right, he doesn't have that kind of gravitas and he's not old enough, obviously, to have that kind of gravitas. Yeah. Like, it just, that was weird and just seemed like they focused a lot on him. And maybe, again, that, maybe that's in the cut footage. Um, and you're 100%, well, like, I could, like, pretty much all of the, the characters that was in the, the original movies, I just thought were shoehorned in, like, I really didn't, I mean, I'm fine with Han being and Chewie being, but it's, yeah, you're right. I didn't, that could have been somebody else. In fact, that should have been, uh, that should have been, uh, uh, like Finn's job or somebody like that, or, or Poe or actually Poe's well, probably a better I idea. Well, I think it should yeah. have been Poe because he, yeah. he, he could have got, I mean, the whole point of them, in other words, the whole function of Han being there was that he had an in with the resistance. Yeah. So if you had Poe do it, it would just be okay. And then you're like finding out about him in the movie too. Yeah. Which listen, I understand that's pretty much exactly you know, you got three new characters all finding you know, learning about each other while they're on the Millennium Falcon, but they're already pretty much doing the same fucking thing anyway with the plans and the Yeah. And even the, the dumb chess game and the fucking the the ball yeah. that kept shooting Luke when, when Yeah, the like, the remote thing. Yeah, it just there was a bunch of like it was just too. There was a little was too, too fan, many winks. Yeah, yeah. Too, yeah, too much fan service. And then I, I, I didn't like Leia at all. I, it's not like I don't think Carrie Fisher could have done anything. Like he could be the greatest actress ever. And there's nothing you could do with that that material. It's it's like I say like I don't blame Natalie Portman at all for, and I don't really blame Hayden Christensen that much for the prequels. It's like yeah, no, there's yeah. not a lot you can do with that. And Leia just seemed, hey, look at me, they I was in the not, original one. Yeah, they really gave her nothing. Yeah, it was just stupid. And then, and then, uh, 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 Admiral Akbar and Labia face, uh, <laughs> Neenum. Neenum, is that his name? I actually literally yeah. don't know that one. The rest, I usually feign ignorance on these. I, had, I didn't his, know his name. Uh, I had his action figures. So I always remember them. Yeah. Uh, why they were, why the, pointless. And then, like, it's a wink. It's another wink. Standing next to them is that Asian dude that was on Lost. I don't know the actor's name, but he's a good actor. Yeah, you, they gave him nothing to do. You paid him money. He's standing right there. Why is Labia Face and Akbar fucking doing it? I get they were in the original movies. And I, I I forget if I said this when I was on your show. How can it how could Anthony what's it, Anthony Daniels C C three PO? Yeah. How could he be bad at acting like C three PO? Because honestly, his performance was shitty as a fucking robot. Yeah, like he was literally like way over the, yeah. His over, lines it's weird to say yeah. C3PO was over the top, but C3PO was over the top. Yeah, it was his line deliveries were really shitty and it was just weird cuz yeah. it's like that's the like I can't act. I literally have never acted in my life and honestly I could have done a better job as C3PO with that movie than that dude did. Yeah. And that's the dude that invented like 
it was all that fan service shit annoyed the hell out of me. And then, um, I didn't mind. I know people were bitching about the R2D2 waking up at the end. Didn't make much sense. Like I, I, that, I didn't, I, that, I, that didn't bother I, me I at all. Yeah. That. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That didn't bother me that much. Yeah. I mean, it just uh, seems like it's whatever. There's any number of explanations, ball droids around fucking, uh, uh, like ball droids, also BB-8, right? Like yeah, that was cool. Was yeah, cute. I had no problem with that. Likeable. I mean, they, put, they hid the fucking plans in him. Did I, did I say that right? Yeah. In the beginning, the same thing. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's the exact same movie. Uh, I did like, uh, or anything else that you're finding fault on? Because I want to move on to the like stuff. Uh yeah, the whole Han Solo death scene I thought was shit. Yeah, um, it, it was, was. It was Obi. First of all, that whole scene was Obi Wan Kenobi. That yeah. He got to go down and get. I mean, he literally they couldn't yeah. come up with anything besides it's exactly shield yeah. down. It was it was and and they're basically another Death Star. Uh, the the scene played like, I mean, I know that's supposed to be his kid, but it plays like they really haven't met before. Like yeah, and it was just so it was kind of out of character. I thought like yeah. that he would go and try to. It just, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it that yeah that part didn't work. I um, I the the what's his name? Rilo Ken? Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Yeah. yeah. Um. I just I I kind of like the throwing the temper tantrum parts, but like I I liked that actually a lot because it reminded me of like how Anakin was kind of a boy. yeah like that made a bit of sense to me, but yeah. I I don't know I just he didn't grab me as much like I, I, I and then his his boss uh, uh, Snoke Smoke Snoke yeah I didn't like that at all it just seemed I mean one the the character design is a little weak and he looked. Like shitty. I, I was really expecting a lot more because it was Andy Circus, and yeah, you know, done so many things where it looks so real. I mean, Gollum alone, or even fucking King Kong, where yeah. the fa- they capture the facial expressions, and he just, and he just it looked like a fucking weird. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, there, it was like he was supposed to be like the giant hologram kind of thing, right? Like, what? Why? It just yeah. It just seemed. I didn't get it. it just seemed weird, and then uh, I didn't like. And maybe this uh, this one it may have been just I was because I was influenced by the uh, by the internet. But somebody pointed out that it's the scar on his head. It's the same scar as as, Vader. as Vader's face. I mean, though Vader didn't yeah. have that weird like see through cheek. But um, I don't even care if that is the the story behind it. That's a, that's just like an annoying thing to put as a character design that you're aware that these other movies existed. It just yeah. if if that is just like kind of a, a what do you call that a, a um, red herring. Yeah. It's just kind of a cheap one, and especially when a movie with so much fan service. Um, I know. I mean, that's really. I mean, uh, I, this is a comedian uh, Mike Lawrence, who who is is really into like comics and stuff, and uh, he wrote on. I don't know if I said this when we talked on the show, but um, he he wrote on his Instagram page or something. He said he wasn't really blown away by the movie, and he said. He says, you can say what you want about the prequels. And he said, but he pretty much, every frame of that shit was what he wanted to do. And it's like, it doesn't make them any more watchable or anything. But he, like, failed spectacularly. You know what I mean? Like, he, he swung yeah, for yeah, it. He tried exactly. to do something completely yeah. different. And this kind of just played it very safe. And that's why it wasn't, that's why it wasn't great. It, it, yeah. You know, it could, if they would have taking some more chances. I mean, I don't think the Hansel, I mean, it pissed me off that they killed him, but I don't think that was like a bold thing to do. I mean, it was like 90% of, you know, anybody who knows anything about it probably saw it coming anyway. And, uh, yeah, and it's been just awkwardly played. And then, uh, I, I just, 
it made me like in the end, it felt like this was, and, and I don't actually really have a problem with it. I just have a problem that the next movie's not out yet that it seemed like, all right, now we've, uh, like, this is a universe establishing movie where, yeah. all right, now, like, this is a, all right, now, like, it's almost like, remember, like, old uh, uh, TV shows would be, like, previously on whatever, and they show you yeah, kind of exactly. what we're, yeah. what part of the story we're up to. It felt like this was a two-whatever-hour version of that to get us caught up to the events that Which, yeah, episode I mean, I eight is going to be the real be, story, you know? Yeah, to a point, I guess it had to be, but I mean, like, you know, like I said, I... I, I I wish they would have, as much as I liked seeing him back in the movie, I think I would have been more okay with him kind of being in the background a little more instead of having to be like this main character. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't, it doesn't fit. Yeah. It just, it's just a lot of weird, like, yeah. I mean, he should have been like on, you know, whereverville with, with Carrie Fisher. Like, you know, well, that's the other thing that was funny. Uh, I don't know if you watch a practical jokers, uh, Q from practical jokers. He's on comic book men every once in a while with Kevin Smith. Um, he said, and I, it was something I hadn't thought about right away, but it, it was a good point. Like, how fucking depressing is that? That like he's seventy three years old and he's a smuggler, and it's like you're yeah. pretty, so pretty much you're, you're fucking all your heroes from the the end of epi, you know uh, Return of the Jedi have been fucking miserable for thirty years or twenty five years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Luke's on some fucking mountain on Earth. <laughs> yeah, wherever the fuck he was hiding out, and uh, you know they split up, and Hansel is a seventy-five-year-old smuggler, and uh, you know it's just like Jesus, dude. And, and and if you think about it, I guess you could say the same thing with uh, Kenobi from the first ones. When you meet, you know, he he was in he was a fucking recluse for thirty years. But that was like, but that was his character. It wasn't yeah. like we didn't know when we saw that that he used to be like a free thinking cool guy. It's like yeah, all right, exactly, yeah. like so. There's fine. There's 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 you know there's there's weight to that character. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Like also, wh- why not just hang out with Carrie Fisher? Like it just it doesn't. Like yeah, you're married to I a princess. Like You've reestablished thing. the order. Like why do you have to be a smug? It just there's so much of it that it just. Yeah. It just seemed I, like I, they wanted those characters I, back, and it and it was too much fan service on that level. And and that stuff was hard to look through. But I think, and again, I haven't seen this. I don't think anybody has. But I think a lot of that cut footage would make I, it. This the flaws of the film. I think right. a lot of it strikes me as editing problems. That if there was a lot more movie, I think the amount of Harrison Ford we saw wouldn't stick out as much. That's that's a fair point. You know, because if there was all that Poe stuff, if there was like whatever the other crap is with like new characters. Uh, with, I don't with, even necessarily think he was in it too much. I think he was just the way they used him. I guess. Yeah, you know I, just, what I mean, like as the like kind of because because I guess he doesn't come in for like at least forty minutes. Yeah, but and, it, but it's oh, go ahead, sorry. no, it's just like I don't think like even the way like I shouldn't have said he was in it too much, which I also believe. But it's more I I don't think that I don't think that depressing seventy three year old man aspect of it would weigh as heavy if we had a lot more time with the young bucks, yeah, you know, cause then it's just, true. Hey, I tried to save my kid. Whatever. Things didn't work out. I'm still kind of a badass. Cause that's the, that would be the B story, but it wasn't, you know? Yeah. And I, I feel like they kind of did dump them over the side kind of unceremoniously. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's like, Jesus dude. It's like, I at least thought he'd kind of go out like on a, like flying or something. You know, cause he was a fucking supposed to be a pilot. You know, you figured, 
it would be something a little more spectacular than that. And of course, he only flies the Millennium Falcon once, and he's like driving through a forest, clipping trees all over the place. Like the one time he fucking flies it. So it was like, eh, yeah. Why did you even come back? All right. So, but, sorry. Go ahead. Am I done with the bad stuff? I, I guess that's it for the bad stuff. I, I guess my only other criticism would be that I there was stuff I enjoyed about it, but I I I didn't. There wasn't something that I could think of, but that part was like with um, episode one. As shit as a lot of, I mean, you know, Jar Jar Binks and all that are fine. But that fucking lightsaber fight at the end of episode one is kind of the shit. Even though they kill off Darth Maul for no fucking reason, that like yeah. who the hell thought they were going to do that? That that is fucking cool scene. I don't think there was anything in this one that kind of like where I was like, "Fuck, dude, that was cool." Like I want to go back and watch that immediately. Like, and maybe and listen, I got to go see it again too. I was thinking the same thing. I do want to watch it again, but I think you're yeah, at least to me, you're right. Like there was a lot of set pieces that were supposed to be awesome, but didn't. Yeah didn't land that way for me, but, uh, yeah, exactly. And on the, on the good notes, uh, which actually I did as much as we just shot on it a bunch, but like, I did like yeah. the movie more than I disliked it, but, um, I really like it. Like, okay. Nostalgia stuff. I liked that. They, I thought it was really funny that Ray was like, wait a second. You're the one that did the Kessel run in 14 parsecs. And she goes, and he, uh, Hans like 12. Yeah. That I, I like that. Like if that was, the, if those were the kind of callbacks that, because then even call back to the film, it's call back to nerds that like the film and go, yeah, Parsec yeah, isn't exactly. a unit of, like, I thought that was a nice level of, like, wink and a nod to the old movies that, really, it's just internet culture would get. Like, that's not for regular, you know, just regular folk watching. No, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I thought Ray was fantastic. Um, he was. I thought Finn, unfortunately, and again, I think this is the editing, I thought he had a really good character arc, but by the, I hated him in the beginning. And by the end of the movie, I'm kind of rooting for him. Which is a nice ah. character arc, except we were with him too much. I'm like, God, I hate that guy. <laughs> well, I, I think, you know, some of the stuff online I saw about it was like, you know, he went from he couldn't kill anybody to he's like killing the people that he grew up with, you know, in the Stormtroopers. So, I mean, it's fair, I guess. But, I mean, it's kind of, you know, I mean, it is fucking Star Wars. I mean, there's a suspension of disbelief, but there's also, like, I know I told somebody I was, I was pissed, like, I didn't like because they killed off Han Solo, and they're like, well, that's a little childish, isn't it? And I'm like, of course it's fucking childish, but it's Star Wars. The, the whole fucking thing is childish. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, <laughs> uh, of course it is. But so I, I was okay with Finn. I liked Finn, and I thought he actually, um, I thought he was like a good counterbalance to her, because she was a little more serious, and he was a little more like, you know, he had a couple good, uh, you know, like lighter moments, I guess. Yeah, and I and in some it, of the parts. And for her, just the actress, whatever her name is, it's fantastic. Like I just thought she did a great uh, job. Daisy Ridley, yeah, yeah, I thought she was really good. And I, I know that a lot of people have brought up, uh, you know, I guess there was, you know, I, I, everything I've seen online about it, where they said they don't like it, it's been all this sexist shit. And I, I also know that I've seen people who said they didn't like it, and it wasn't because of sexist stuff, and they've been called sexist you know I, I, I any problem i had really had nothing to do with her yeah i thought she was probably the best part of the whole i mean she was i think she was the best part of the whole movie and to be fair luke was far more of a girl in episode four than she was in this yeah one. Absolutely. like he had feathered 70s hair <laughs> like, he yeah. would be on fucking roller skates for most of that she was like she was competent and she was on her own yeah and she was like doing her own thing and and Luke was like, you know, a fucking little yeah. brat. But I want to go down to Tashi know. Station and pick up power converters. Yeah, exactly. yeah. That would have been so... Who the fuck's... I don't know if that was on Twitter. 
somebody or did you say it maybe that mm-hmm. if, if they were looking for Luke this whole time and he was just a Tashi station. Oh, that's funny. No, I didn't I say that, know. but I wish I had. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. Uh yeah, she was she was great, and I'm sure I think she'll be good, obviously, going forward. I think she's a good, you know, lead for it. Yeah. I have um, to tell you the truth, I wasn't a big fan of Poe. Um Oh, like, I liked him, but then they did nothing with him. Like I liked—I thought he was great in the beginning, and then it was like he was just some dude after that. You know, like he wasn't interesting again. Yeah, I mean, he's—you know—he's no big, big Starklighter, Jack Tono Porkins, but he—he. He, <laughs> no, I, I liked him, but he just—he seemed like—I don't know—he just seemed a little bit too much. Like, hi, I have a chisel jaw, and I'm good at flying planes. Like it was a little bit too much. Uh, serial. I mean, I liked him. Whatever. I did. This is the positive point, but like everybody liked him. Oh, I know. That's the one point that everybody liked more than me. But I loved um, thousand-year-old bar owner lady that I don't remember her name. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. She yeah. was cool. I liked her. Like, because it's almost like counter yoga, uh, Yoda, where it's like, yeah. he's like this, you know, when you meet him in episode four, it's like this wizened 900-year-old, like, you know, Zen master. And this is kind of like, almost like the body, the, you know, diner waitress. They would like, you know, tell you dick jokes. Like, she seems yeah. like, you know, like a lady that can handle herself. Like, oh, I like, I, I liked, I like that a lot. And it seemed like that sort of character is what fucked the prequels up, but they didn't, they tried to write characters and just didn't bother to actually give them any personality. Yeah, and, and that person was like, oh, like, this is great. I yeah. thought that, that scene, I thought was, that, that whole stretch was pretty good. Like, yeah. the, um, the bar I liked. Yeah, that was probably um, the strongest sequence in the film, man. Eh? I'm trying to think what else, but that's, you know, I mean, and I don't want to keep harping on the negative stuff. I just, and, and to be fair, I might've checked out a little bit after, because I think part of what bothered me too, besides, because it all happened kind of once, like, I didn't feel like the, um, when they launched the star killer thing, I didn't feel like it has much weight to it. It's like when they, Oh no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when they blew up Alderaan, it was like kind of like fuck, dude. They could do that. Like this was like, and this just felt like, well, now we could do it to six planets. You know, I mean, it was like, yeah, it was was... like John Lovitz like negotiating. What do you say? Yeah. I make it six. Yeah, no, it's, it's that there was no weight behind it. I think that's the main failing in the film is the the villain aspect of it or the bad guys just doesn't. Uh, they just didn't. Yeah, they didn't seem like like a menace enough. Which yeah. that's the thing is like I and pretty I, much like all the new additions in the on the hero side of the board, but the villain side yeah. it's like I like Ryan Reese's little brother, but he didn't do anything. Emo Darth Vader, fine, but you know, yeah, I kind of liked him. I thought he did a pretty good job for what he was there to do. Um, I think I think they're gonna have a well. I know Benicio del Toro is supposed to be a bad guy in the next one because I was gonna say I don't know how you have him be the you know like as menacing in the second one if she already. She didn't beat him, but she certainly repulsed him uh, without any training. So how, you know, she starts getting trained. How the fuck is he going to beat her? Yeah. Which you was, know, that so. was a weird choice too. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really understand that the choice of that, like to make him, I I don't know. It just, if, if that is a long game where the next movie reveals like, oh, he held back because that's his sister or, you know, whatever the hell the rumors are. Like, yeah, I think like, it's going to be something like that. Okay. Like m- maybe, but like you need to have that in this film a bit. And there was nothing leading to that. Like, so it's just, yeah, he you know, was yeah. true. I mean, I think too much of it was like, you know, I guess we'll find that. And like, I know, I think you had said on the show, like with the first one of the prequels, it was the same kind of thing. It was like, all right, they stacked the deck a little bit so that it could be interesting going forward. Yeah. But, you know, that's, you got to have faith in that too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and hologram man, fucking Snoke or whatever. Like it just, he, he wasn't, 
he wasn't was it menacing yeah well here's the problem okay there's a number of problems like why do you got to go to a creepy cave to talk to a hologram like you could just talk to it in your room I mean, if it's, is it gonna have is it gonna have some kind of Vader tie-in where it's it's not a hologram, it's a seance or something like that? Or either way, you could talk to him in your room. Like it's <laughs> you know, it just it, it was just weird that you had to go to like this this almost like sacred site to talk to a well, technology piece. They could tie it in with like uh, the the dark side of the force, and that's you know like how there's always these places they show where it's yeah this is more in tune with the. Dark. I mean, I'm just guessing. No, it's 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 a good enough guess, but still, like it's one of those things where it's well, how about since this is supposed to be a movie that stands on its own, uh, you yeah. need to kind of give me a reason to care about him. But it's like, oh, look, weird fucking translucent bad guy. I bad guess guy. I'm afraid yeah. you've never shown any powers. Uh, I don't know who you are. Uh, there's no like I, this. This seems silly. Like, I don't I don't really have any vested interest in it. You know, the same as, yeah. you know, uh, Ron Weeds's other brother. It's like, give me more about him. And and uh, 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 a tall lady from Game of Thrones silver yeah, armor. Say, she was. She could have been. I, I thought that was like kind of a cool looking character, and yeah, just, they didn't really give her anything to do. Yeah, really did, yeah, nothing. Yeah, it was. It, it was like, uh, uh, oh, look, there's a there's a different toy you can buy, kids. Eh, see a toy. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> but, this is something else the good guys could knock over. Yeah, but actually, uh, another one of the main things, and uh, and I think this was a really ballsy choice, and some people didn't like it, but I thought it was fantastic. Uh, I really like them not having Luke until the very end. Oh, I was cool with that. And I, yeah. I honestly, that's exactly what I thought was going to happen because they made such a big deal about him not being on the poster. And I'm like, he's probably, you know, and then they never show him in the preview. I'm like, he's probably just in it at the end. Yeah, I, I really I like I that. that yeah. Go back and I, I guarantee I said that on the show, too. Yeah. If anything, I just added so I it in. Yeah. Just so I don't look like I'm being the guy who said I told you so. And I really didn't. Yeah. I really did, I think. But even if you did, I, I can just lie and say I edited that in later. Because yeah. you know, <laughs> I I am all power. I am the Snoke of this show. Um, but I, I wasn't disappointed. I mean, but the reason I'm saying that is because I'm just saying I wasn't disappointed by that. Yeah. that's what I expected, and I thought I thought that was fine. Yeah, I thought it added a lot to him. The only that gave him some weight. Yeah. My only my only problem with that is uh, the, the the setup was fine. I just right. I I really thought the uh, his this is so stupid, but his 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 wardrobe didn't make sense. Because they're on kind of like a, it seemed like it's like more of like a lush planet, right? Like there's like water there. Yeah. And you're wearing like big. He was in Hawaii. Yeah, you're wearing big bulky robes. Like that makes sense if you're a Bedouin. Well, he like, might be in a he might be in a cave. Yeah, still it just but still like you're you, all he did was turn towards the camera. It just yeah. it was a weird choice for clothing given the environment. Considering th- that's his whole character for this film is that one look. You got to be a lot more careful with the way you present that look, and it just it it just seemed I don't know it just didn't seem as I don't know magisterial as it could like the mad preacher in the desert or whatever like well, he's a broken man. Yeah, but why would you be a broken man and wear something that soaks up all the humidity? I mean, he doesn't become an idiot. <laughs> That's a good point. Like when you meet Yoda, when you meet Yoda at, at Dagobah. It's not like he was wearing three different cloaks. He was just wearing a nice, you know, light. He has a little swamp cloak. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, Luke should either be, because he looked immaculate. So either have him be, like, a little more, like, haggard, you know, like, uh, yeah, the clothes true. be all fucked up, uh, or have, like, the, the like appropriate clothes. You know, it's just, like, if you're going to have a pristine cloak, that should be somewhere where it, it just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's it, was, yeah. it was just weird. It just, 
I normally wouldn't care, but he's only in the movie for fucking eight seconds. All I can glean from information from him is that is those aspects and those aspects are like, all right, so you're standing here with a pretty immaculate cloak on and multiple layers with a beard. And it seems like you're in Hawaii. You don't see a lot of Hawaiians dressed in multiple clothes. Well, well, you know what? He, they probably were in Ireland, to be honest with you. So it might have been cold. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I could be right. It felt pretty. It just it seemed warm. But maybe, I, you know, I, mean, you know, I could be wrong about that. I mean, the reason I'm know. thinking that is I know that he was in Ireland to film something. No, it could be. I just, you know, the way there was like, like yeah, looked on screen, yeah. it kind of came across as warm, but yeah, you could be right. Maybe it was either way. I thought she was, she was good in that scene too. I thought that was probably like when she, you know, I thought yeah. she was good in that. No, it was a strong scene. Uh, like literally the, my only problem was just the clothing choice just because that's all we problem, got of them in that, you know? My only problem was the helicopter shot at the end. It kind of took me out of it for a second. Yeah, that was weird. And where they played the airwolf theme, like you would think, yeah. like, why would John Williams make that choice? That's very what? odd. Jan Michael Vincent came out. Yeah. Well, you know, so we're the choppers here, everybody on. Yeah. You know, John Williams is a man of a certain age. You know, you, there's weird choices that you make. You know? Yeah. You got to live with them for a little while anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed we'll be dead soon. Um, what else did I, uh, I like that. Well, okay. It's tough to do because they have to miss or the story sucks, but I like that they actually had the stormtroopers look like they weren't complete fucking incompetence. Yeah. Like, like, cause it looked like Finn knew how to fight and they had other people like they had like, you know, uh, saber repulsing sticks. Uh, like, yeah. I thought that was like, it really did add a little bit because they're fucking jokes, you know, in pop culture at this point. So to have them look like they can actually handle themselves, that's I thought that was that was a deft way to handle something. Yeah, I agree. Because I, they had to make them. Uh, yeah, because I guess they were, you know, they're not clones anymore. So. Uh, Which is. Oh, let's go back to that point, too. Okay. Clones, right? Yes. And I'm not going to go off about how, because I've done this on the show a million times, how they're not actually humans because they're not from Earth. So racism is stupid because they're a different race, all of them. But, like, the guy they made Jango Fett out of, like, he looked like he was, like, Latino or Hispanic or something. Yeah. So what's the big deal about a black dude being a stormtrooper? Like it's what what, oh, what the hell kind yeah, of what the hell kind of specific races are you fuckers working on? I know. Like, yeah. Who the fuck hair? Like why? Yeah. What year is it? Jesus Christ! I couldn't believe that was a thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, really? Like I, I was so like, like I, I'm not saying I'm so enlightened. I just like when there's there's so much shit to give a shit about. Like that bothered somebody. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's the internet, so they just like any yeah. that stuff. I'm sure it's just a bunch of trolls starting it for no good reason. They just kind of trick bigots into it, and then we fall for that, you know? <laughs> That's probably yeah. true. Um, Yeah, I'm like, look, man, I mean, of course I'm going to be there opening night for the next one as long as I'm alive. I have yeah. absolutely no fucking interest in that young Han Solo movie. I, w- I don't get why they think that's a good idea. I don't either. What about the other one? I think the next one up is is Squad, just, squad Leader. Oh, Rogue Squadron. Yeah, I would see that. It's a, I think that's the next one that's coming out. Like before, That's December, yeah. yeah before, and they moved Episode 8. Episode 8 was supposed to be next May. Not next May. In May 2017. Yeah. They just moved, today they announced they moved it to December. Yeah, I mean, that's... That, that, I'm, you know, that's fine. It's, you know, yeah. it'd be neat I mean, to come out early, but yeah. Long. But, um, it's just, I have no interest. There's like the Rogue One or like, I, 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 I don't really care. Like maybe it's I like, don't care as much. I mean, yeah. the only thing that I, it's, it's supposed to be between three and four, I guess. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, the, I, I, I care I about a little more yeah. than the Han Solo movie. I don't get No, I couldn't give a shit about it. That just seems stupid. 
It's like just the whole point of him was that you don't know anything about him or where he comes yeah. from. And he, he might be a fucking, you know, he could be a fucking crazy person. And I don't want to know. I don't want to find out, like, he had an ex-wife who got blown up by the Empire, and that's why he's a dick. I don't give yeah. a shit. I don't know if you're being kidding about that, but that actually is the backstory in the comic books. Are you serious? I don't know if she got blown up, but Han's married in the comics to some lady. Yeah, I remember yeah. something about that. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, I. Yeah. I don't. I. I think that's a bad idea. And the rogue. My thing is like, I think maybe I'm just not as in love with the Star Wars universes. Like, I don't. Like, I. The main. The main story I find really interesting. Um, so do I. I think. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I. I. I've been playing the online game. I'm ashamed to admit. Oh, Super Star Wars on SNES. My time. The Old Republic? Yeah, Super Star Wars and SNES. Oh, God, I remember those? Yeah. Those were great. I used to love those games. <laughs> no, um, I, 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 I've heard of this Knights of the Old Republic. I've not played it. Well, I played the other, but... Oh, I, I just I said the wrong liked, name. The one you just said, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like the world. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I like the idea that there's all these... You know, yeah. I don't know. I think the world's interesting. But as far as stories go, yeah, I don't really give a shit no, about, like... The Rogue One thing I might see just because it's something completely different. I don't think it would involve any of the characters yeah. directly anyway that are in uh, any of them. I think uh, if you're going to make a prequel or like a side story or origin story, uh, I think Leia would probably be more interesting than Han Solo. How, why the fuck is she spying on the Death Star at fucking 19 years old? That might be a more interesting yeah. story. than. I mean, I would rather go further back and get, uh, you know, young Yoda or something, you know, go like, yeah. I don't know what the, I don't know what the, de- the time is called. I know the expanded universe has all the things, but like 400 years before episode one, you know, yeah, like back when the, that. you know, like do one where the Jedi run everything and just, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that, you know, like what it looked like when they were like, or like the dawn of the Jedi order. Like I wouldn't mind seeing like, Absolutely. that would be well, that's cool. That's what's kind of cool about the video game is that that's some of the stuff that's in there. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Because do something, you know, like, like well, I don't get why it has to be, you know. I mean, I get why. Well, yes, I do because they want to make as much money as possible. Yeah. But I mean, story wise, yeah, yeah, I could. Yeah. I mean, the fact is, I'm probably going to watch it when it comes out. So you know, it's... I, I could see skipping the Han Solo one until it's on cable. But uh... yeah, I, you know, I, I think that. But like, I just know myself better. I know I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I just like I'm I'm like a I'm like an abused abused fucking girlfriend. It's you just, just keep coming I just, back. I just keep coming. Yeah, it just because it's like I don't really want to see this rogue squadron thing. It's like eh, you know you're gonna Alex. It just you just have to admit this at some point that you know uh, you're, you're you're powerless to this. <laughs> it's like uh, I'm gonna go see Batman on opening night, and I, I'm pretty sure I am not excited about it, but. I, I bet I'm going to wind up liking it more than I think I am. The, I have the, no expectations. The versus it. Superman thing? Yeah. Is that the next one out or does like Suicide Squad come out next? I think that's next. I think that's it's like two months that comes oh, out. Oh, is that? Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll, then, I'm sure I'll so. watch it. I'm not. It doesn't look all that good from what I've seen. No, but, yeah. it doesn't. <laughs> it looks bad. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, but uh, speaking of the uh, unyielding uh, progress of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got nothing. But we've talked oh. for too long, so let's end. Uh, yeah. I know, as I said, it's probably been, yeah. been yapping for way too long. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. I'm actually glad I had uh, an outlet to uh, uh, unleash my Star Wars opinions. 
No, I, I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad you watched it. I'm glad uh, we can both be gay for Ron Bennington. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I really feel like I really feel like we've uh, we've let the audience in on something here. Yes, we've covered a lot. Yes. Eh, uh, uh, whatever. Well, thank you as always. Well, thank you, and thank WFTU.FM. Ah, uh, yes. Let's always thank them. Yes, because that's where you can I find Sean. I will be on air on. tomorrow night. Yes, Thursday and Sunday nights. Find Sean talking to the radio, and you can find his book that he wrote using English, if we're to believe things. I still haven't seen the birth certificate, but you can find that. It's uh, Plastic Brats on Amazon. It is. Like Sean again. Is it The Plastic Brats or Plastic Brats? I keep doing this uh, wrong. The Plastic Brats. There is a The. Okay, it always... It's one of those things I never remember where there's a the in something. And uh, I like, the, I would love to believe that's what's holding the sales up. But yeah, I, doubt it. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I I was gonna put out an, uh, I was gonna put out the periphery, uh, and then just see how that worked. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Like, oh wow, look at this. You know, I was just perusing Amazon for the word the, and I came onto this awesome. <laughs> you know, it's sad. There probably are people that do that. Never know. Yeah. Um. All right, man. Well, thank you very much. Yes. And uh, yes, yes, enjoy your uh, your evening. Yes, you too. Uh, have fun. Good luck getting your MP3s and whatnot. Thank yeah. you for coming on. And you, sir, have a delightful evening. And I'll see you at the movies. All right. Bye. Talk to you later, man.